You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. Froggy neighbor. Yes, welcome to my <laughs> allergy voice. It's very sexy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so today that we're recording this April 1st is actually my sixth wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you so much. Um, it's just kind of been like a whirl of everything this morning and we have family coming in town today. So I haven't had a lot of time to really think about it, but I did take a minute um, just to kind of think about it. And I was starting to feel look at some pictures, like sentimental and, mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And this is going to air just two days before your 11th wedding yes, anniversary. We are both married in April. There's April all 15th? these little things we I know, have in common. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're probably going to f- keep finding more mm-hmm. too. So happy anniversary to the girls next door. Yes. <laughs> I loved our episode last year about marriage and relationships, Mm -hmm. and so we wanted to revisit the topic of marriage, but consider how being parents has impacted our relationships. We've been, um, Erica and I have been (laughs) cheekily referring to this topic of the show as a happy marriage despite kids. (laughs) True statement. (laughs) But first, a cocktail. I've got, it's, um, it's actually been kind of cooler this week and this is a little bit more summery but maybe it'll be good for my throat this is a mint watermelon slush it's from a beautiful mess turned out a really pretty mm-hmm. kind of deep pink purple and it has cranberry juice frozen watermelon um, fresh mint and gin and it was supposed to have saint germain oh uh-huh. which we were both saying we've been wanting to add to our collection mm-hmm. maybe that can be a collective girl next door yeah edition <laughs> we'll we share, share a bottle it. of saint germain um, that's an elderflower liqueur so i feel like that would have added a nice floral element mm-hmm. to this but let's let's give All it right, a try let's give it a try cheers, cheers. happy anniversary you too Mm. Oh, it's good. Oh, and you know some what lime. I oh. you know what I really love about that is the cranberry in there because I feel like when I've had just watermelon drinks before, it doesn't really it's carry not like it deep enough. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, some, that's perfect. Something to deepen it a little bit. Yeah, this is good. And you know what? I think that did a good thing for my throat. I'm gonna <laughs> keep on sipping on that. <laughs> All right. Okay. So so having kids affects your life in every way, and definitely your marriage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, I mean, we're both relatively new to this. Um, you guys are a year into parenting, not to marriage. You guys are way, way, way far <laughs> advanced on that. We're advanced. <laughs> and um, Chris and I are three years in on the parenting, but... That's funny that it's like the reverse. Yes, like exactly. we've been married longer, but you've been parents longer. We can, we can trade tips. Mm-hmm. It works out well. So I wonder how you feel that having kids, being parents, has affected your marriage so far, both in positive ways and ways that I will call our opportunities for growth. (laughs) Okay. So I think that, um, especially having been together for so long, we're high school sweethearts, married for 10 years before we had kids. And I think that it really, um, threw us for a bit of a loop to Mm -hmm. see each other in this role that was so foreign. Yeah. Uh, in some ways in good ways, like I, he has exceeded, uh, not to sound like I had bad expectations, but he's exceeded, my expectations of what he would be as a father, Mm -hmm. like his, just because he didn't have a lot of experience with kids. I Mm -hmm. just feel like I am blown away at his patience and his like natural ease with them. Um, and actually how I feel like he's settled into the role a little easier maybe than I have. And granted it hasn't changed his maybe day to day as much as it's changed mine. So that's been part of it. Like he still gets to go to work all day Mm -hmm. and be that, that guy, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think that that's, definitely part of it, but I've been pleasantly surprised with that. Um, but then I think too, like it is just hard because everything feels so high stakes now, like the little annoying stuff they do or the mistakes that they make or whatever feels like, well, now you're not just like, it's not just me and you, right? It's, it's these kids and everything feels a little, Mm -hmm. it feels like a bit like a pressure cooker, Yeah, like your marriage is in in a pressure cooker. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, I do think though that, um, we've had to work like a team like never before. Yeah. Uh, it becomes a little bit of us versus them. Mm-hmm. If you can remember that. And st- I think something that's also hard for us is to not, um, you can't take out your frustrations on small kids. Right. And so you save it up sometimes mm-hmm. for your spouse and yeah. everything that is wrong in your day and all of the stresses you end up taking out on them. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that y- you kind of become each other's punching bag and yeah. it's not, not healthy. Yeah. So we've had to kind of, um, realize that and then realize like some things we need to have more of like a 
our team versus their team. Mm-hmm. They're going to be the kids. We're just right. going to need to hold it together as the grownups. Right. Um, so that's been good for us to, yeah. to come to. Um, I do think though, it's been cool to see that even having been together so long and, mm-hmm. um, you know, worked on many things together and whatever that we've just never had such a common priority and love that is very yeah. bonding. Yeah. It's kind of cool to see. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how about you? Yeah. I, I, lo- I love all of those. So yeah, the first thing I have is bonding over that deep love mm-hmm. of, of your kids and, and that, yeah, this, this priority that's higher than, than you could have imagined it. You knew it would be so important, but when it happens right. and you have them, it's just this such deep importance. And so, you know, I mean, we can just talk endlessly about the boys, what they mm-hmm. used to do, what they're doing now, what they're going to do, what we mm-hmm. want to do with them. I mean, you know, and, and just bonding over that is, is just really cool. I think especially like at the end of a day or at the end of a weekend day, maybe when we've had time with them, like apart, mm-hmm. sitting down on the couch and like showing each other pictures mm-hmm. or like, oh, I have to tell you that Cedric mm-hmm. did this or whatever. I mean, that's just really, really cool. It's the only other person that cares as much about exactly. that as you do. Exactly. So it's kind of something cool yes, to share. It's, it's like the most like important fun topic in your life and you get to share that with someone right. else and never right. bore them. So um I think that kind of like you said, it really forces you to really think about your like being on a team and and like the dynamics of your team. It it just it forces us to have conversations about our relationship Mm -hmm. because there's not that time to just, oh, we'll kind of like work on it later. Or, yeah, if you're feeling frustrated and stressed out, that's just going to make. Li- like you can't just go to your separate corners right. and kind of right. like we still have check to out. So, yeah, we have to yeah. like be together so often and and like being on the same page and so I feel like it kind of forces you to have those conversations and and over communicate. We mm-hmm. found that we have to like over communicate mm-hmm. about things. Things but you took for granted that didn't really exactly. matter because it was like oh well right it just may be this adult that I'm inconveniencing for mm-hmm. a couple minutes. Well. Now you're beyond inconveniencing. Yes. If you're late, it's like a like, burden. Yeah, it's, you're burdening them. You're the kids are expecting one mm-hmm. thing, and you're not following through. Like it's a whole yes. other ball game. Exactly. Yeah. So I think forcing that level of communication and those kind of conversations is actually a really good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris came up with this phrase um, that frustration is the stuff of love, mm-hmm. and you know when life is so bull, so full and busy, and can be really stressful. But like, that's where you're creating these deep, this deep relationship and this deep love, like coming out of that. If everything was sunshine and roses all the time, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's fun, I guess, but. And you're frustrated because the level of care, like you care about them enough to be that frustrated. Exactly. Exactly. So we've been trying to remember to, sometimes I try to remember to see hard days in that way, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like when it feels like I don't have any time for Chris or we are, you know, frustrated with each other, just short, just because so much is going on. I just try to remember, you know, we're going to get through this and this is going to make us even closer Mm -hmm. and stronger. And, Mm -hmm. and so, so I kind of like keeping, keeping that, um, definitely just seeing Chris as a parent. And I would say the same thing. I knew he would be a great dad, Mm -hmm. but just, um, his, his patience and his care and just, um, like attention to the detail of care mm-hmm. and, and being thoughtful about things mm-hmm. in ways that, you know, I guess I'd hoped or just hadn't expected like right. that deep, right. you know? And so that's just been, just been really cool. Um, I guess just on the difficult, I mean, just limited time for each other, like yeah. not even time to have a conversation. <laughs> I mean, when you can't even just, you know, I just want to ask like, how was your day or mm-hmm. what went in? Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I can't even hear. Yeah. Anything. I physically cannot hear you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so just, so when you're not able to even connect on those really small levels, mm-hmm. then you're certainly mm-hmm. not feeling like you're connecting on the deeper levels. Right. Um, and I mean, we're exhausted a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah. And, and so just that exhaustion and then, you know, often 
we are not getting like we each need like personal alone time. Mm -hmm. And so we're often not getting that. And it's like when you don't have that, then I Mm -hmm. feel like that kind of needs to be a first priority for me so that I can come and be energized and ready to. I have nothing for anybody. Exactly. Them included. Exactly. So it's hard when that's not even happening, then it can be hard to like Mm -hmm. have energy and and time for just being a couple. So, Mm -hmm. okay. So what are some of the things Mm -hmm. that you guys are doing to, maintain a happy marriage despite having kids. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is actually the first one on my list here that helping each other prioritize Mm -hmm. our alone time and our individual needs, which almost feels at odds with being a couple at first. Like, wait, I don't even ever get to see you. And now you're going to go for a bike ride or right. It took us a while to figure that out. Yeah. We're actually, we have more to give each other and the kids when we do that. So Mm. that's been kind of our our goal lately is like talking through our weekends and that's where that over communicating comes into like, okay, on Saturday I need a few hours on Sunday. You need a few hours for this. Like, let's make sure it doesn't just happen on its own. Exactly. So prioritizing that number one, um, I think, Oh, dates, 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 dates. And it sounds so cheesy and corny. And even like the idea of like, I hated that phrase. Like it's a date night with my husband, but it's because it has to be so intentional when you have kids, like Mm -hmm. you have hired a babysitter or found somebody to watch them. You have carved out that time. Yeah. Like it is a big deal. Even just like getting ready. I have Mm -hmm. to be strategic about how I get ready for a date. Like I have to set the girls up with a show in my room so I can put my makeup on or because if I do it too early in the day, Uh then I'm at the park with them, bathing them. Like I don't feel my best for a date so that it's like all of this that I think about. Um, bedtime dates at home just really trying to be intentional about not both zoning out on our phones or the computer after the kids go to bed is there anything that you guys do you guys are good about mixing up a cocktail yeah we are really good about like just a tuesday night cocktail just one or a beer or something and sitting just because it kind of sets the tone and if you're not a drinker then that's fine even maybe a cup of tea or a dessert or or something ice cream yeah yeah something that feels adult i think that's part of it is it just feels very adult right um And then like lately we've been watching HBO comedy specials just because it's like, this is a heavy life we're living right now sometimes. And um, especially in the midst of all of this adoption business right Right. now, it's at a very intense time. So just like Mm -hmm. laughing at ridiculousness and very adult humor is just feels really good. So we've been like, you want to watch another special? Yes. Yes. Um, That's a good thing. Uh, I think setting aside then some family time and not just tag time tag teaming oh, everything yeah, all the time a great one. Yes. especially with me staying home I think it's easy for me on the weekends to be like okay your turn right but then I don't feel very connected to him because we're not parenting together as, yeah, yeah. we're parenting as like yeah. separate units and taking turns yeah. so we've found that even just spending a few hours like grilling something outside while the mm-hmm. kids are playing and just yeah. being actually all together right um is important for yeah that's how I feel about him you know I, I I've definitely found that too and I don't know if I wasn't I've been intentionally doing that but I've been really trying to not schedule things on weekends like <clears throat> like my own personal stuff as mm-hmm. much Chris and I will usually try to give each other like a chance to just you know for me like zone out run errands right or do some work or something but then other than that I try not to make like plans with just friends and stuff because yeah you just want to be together yeah. as a family yeah you don't get to see each other parent and yeah. work on like things that you're working on as a family together yeah. I don't know and then just parent when you're together it feels so easy. So easy. You're like, oh my God, this is fun. Yeah. Like you you're know? amazing. Yes. You help. Yes. yes. So then we've been trying to do that more. Um, I would say counseling too. We definitely yeah. um, have had our share of counseling. I'm going to counseling now again. I think mm-hmm. uh, he will join me if mm-hmm. we see that, you know, I'm just feeling like a little overwhelmed as yeah. a stay-at-home mom and dealing, needing a place to process all this mm-hmm. adoption stuff and whatever. But we are both super open to that. And yeah. I will just say it out loud because mm-hmm. I think... People don't talk about that. Yeah. Nothing has to be horrible to yeah. go. Yeah. Um, so that's a big thing in our marriage. And then this is kind of a silly thing, but our bedroom is by invite only. Uh-huh. So there are times that we all pile in the bed right. and we snuggle and watch a cartoon right. or, you know, they come in and like help me pick out my outfit mm-hmm. or makeup or something. And then it's, it's kind of cool because it's special for them, yeah. but they know that like we have adult space and mm-hmm. our own space. Part of it is for the dogs too, that they yeah, have, right. cause that's where the they sleep. Space. And it's like, they know that no kids are going to follow them in there if they need a break. Um, but I just find that that's kind of helped make it feel like a retreat yeah. because there's not random kid toys sitting yeah. around or I don't know. It just feels kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Like we'll both, 
um, often like I'll go take a shower for the night while he's putting the girls down. And then we both kind of like mm-hmm. hang out in there for a couple minutes mm-hmm. and then we end up going downstairs and doing other things, but it's just, yeah. just made it kind of a sanctuary, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. I can see that. Um, yeah, that's about it. How about okay. you? Those are, those are all just really great on the, um, you know, we're like as, as a family, our bedroom is like a main center of activity and mm-hmm. stuff. But, but one thing that I do like is that we don't have any, like their stuff ends up in there, but none of their stuff lives in Stored there. Stored there. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we do diapers in our bathroom and when we're not doing that anymore, that will be yeah. a, a significant <laughs> Free up change. Your bathroom. Um, and kind of like reclaiming that space. But I do like that we don't like have toy baskets in mm-hmm. there. Like it is our, it is our space. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I like that you guys have done that too. I think yeah. that, I think that that could yeah. be, could be really nice. And I think it depends. I mean, some people like feel close to their family and their spouse when they're co-sleeping yeah. or whatever for right, us exactly. and our personalities. That's exactly. just what worked. So. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. Um, so I've talked about it before, but day dates, I mean, yes. making, making the time for dates, first of all, whether right. it's an evening, it's the post bedtime, you know, I think that, I think that there definitely needs to be the at home weekday, mm-hmm. just whenever you can mm-hmm. fit it in. And then I think really making time for getting out of the yes. house and aw- away fully from away the from the kids yes. is really important. Um, just, you know, how, however often it can be managed. Um, and so day dates for us have been really great. Um, taking days off of work and just taking a weekday when the kids already are in daycare. Mm-hmm. That's really great. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if I shared this before, but I think it's, it's something that I keep in mind. So I'll share it again, but I had read, you know, quite a while ago about, um, you know, when you're first falling in love with someone, you're doing all of these new activities and these mm-hmm. new things together. Mm-hmm. And that's really powerful. And it, um, you know, it, it really, like solidifies a bond between mm-hmm. you and it's so easy to fall into just doing your your routine things yes and then when you have a chance oh let's go to our favorite place and we certainly have those right but we just I really try to be intentional I think Chris really does too we try to pick something new to mm-hmm. do to a new part of town to mm-hmm. a new restaurant a new museum I mean we try to do something new and mm-hmm. different and and I'll say I feel like I can remember our day dates really well because we did something different yeah, it was like novel mm-hmm. yeah I think the times when we have just gone to our favorite coffee shop, whatever, I mean, done something that we do enjoy, those don't stand out in my memory as much. And so I think that that can, that can really help. Um, kind of like exactly what you said, giving each other personal time on the weekends, if Mm -hmm. we feel like we need it. And, um, I've been trying to be more proactive about sometimes offering it to Chris. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I didn't realize that I think you're Chris waiting for I, him to ask about that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because I'm very proactive about asking. I plan ahead. I'm thinking on Tuesday what I want to mm-hmm. do that weekend. So mm-hmm. I say, hey, can I have three hours on Saturday? And he's less likely to ask for it. And I kind of realized that. And so something that sometimes we've been doing is um, Sunday mornings, Chris always gets up early and he usually gets up early with dash, you know, five and maybe I'll get to sleep until six or something. Mm -hmm. And so I told him, you know, why don't you just, when you wake up on Sunday morning, take your computer, go to Starbucks. It's never crowded there. And that way you can get two, three hours. I it's, you know, it won't be very much time out of our day. Right. And so I feel like that was a nice, I I felt good about offering that to him and Mm -hmm. he's taken me up on it a Mm -hmm. few times. And I know that then just, he comes home and he's so, refreshed and energized yeah. for our rest yeah. of our family day that I feel like I end up being much more relaxed too right. because it's easier for maybe me to take a little time or mm-hmm. just he's like able in to a be better fully mood present. And, yeah exactly so it's been really great um so um similar to your honesty about um about like counseling and mm-hmm. being open about that I'm gonna say just make time for having sex. Yep. You may have to schedule just it. Just do it. I like it. <laughs> That's about all I'm going to say about that because <laughs> I'm blushing it. right now. <laughs> but I feel like it just needs to be said. Um, you are totally busy. You're exhausted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Yep. I like it. <laughs> doesn't well it have, done. Doesn't it have to be on any like crazy? No, don't get creative. No, right. This is not the time for creative. Just do what works. <laughs> Stick to the basics. Exactly. <laughs> It's maintenance mode. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, moving on. <laughs> um, okay, any tips that you've learned or maybe couples whose relationship inspires you? Mm, I have said this before and I will say it again. I think that something my parents did very right 
was just always being very affectionate in front of us. Number one, I always, I mean, just like to the point where it grossed us out as teenagers and I'm glad, like now I'm glad, you know, that's awesome. Um, and then always just, uh, putting each other first, like, um, I'm trying to think of an example, like a smaller one. They definitely had no issues shipping us off to grandma's and going on a trip or just even having a weekend Mm -hmm. to themselves. They always did something like that for their anniversary, which I want to do. It seems like your dad was always good about bringing your mom special little things. Yeah, he'd bring her flowers. And they had a day, like January 19th was the first time he ever brought her flowers when they were dating. So now every January 19th, just because he brings her flowers, like just little things like that, that, um, I don't know. It just, it does make you feel secure as Mm -hmm. a kid. Like looking at that, you're like, oh, they're happy. Like you just want to see your parents happy and in a good mood, number one. Because that's your whole life. Yeah. Like then my life is secure. And it's really cool because I see the girls looking at us kind Mm -hmm. of like that now. And I, and I've told Jeremiah because I'm probably, well, I'm definitely more like physically demonstrative than Mm -hmm. he is, but I'm like, especially for our girls, I feel like that's really important for them to see Mm -hmm. a man like being gentle like that with a woman and not afraid to kiss and hug and show emotion and all of that. And so we've just been kind of really aware of that. The other day, actually, it was super cute. Um, It's a bit of a tangent, but we were goofing around in the kitchen. The girls were eating and Jeremiah just like grabbed my hand and pretended we were dancing, but just like being dumb. But then V just like cued in and was staring at us. I was like, let me sing a song for you and started singing. You are my sunshine. And I'm like (laughs) trying not to cry because then I'm like, I don't want her to think there's something wrong. Like it's so sweet. And then we went outside and she was like, like just kind of like hanging around Jeremiah. And she was like, can I have a turn to dance with you? Oh my God. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? And so I think I posted something on Instagram, but so then Jay and I sang while she was dancing. And then the cutest part to me was then Jay wanted to turn and V was just beaming at her and she looked down at V at one point and she gave her, V gave her a big thumbs up. Oh. Like, isn't that the best to dance with daddy? Like it was oh. just the most heartwarming thing. But wow. I think unless that wouldn't have happened unless they saw him being silly yeah. and dancing with me first. Yeah. So it was just really cool because that facilitates their relationship, especially that daddy daughter right, right. thing to see our, you know, yeah. and you our see, relationship. And you see how much they want it and how important that is. And now they have permission yeah. to know that they yeah. can ask for that. Right. Just oh. so sweet. So oh, that's, that's I really feel like that's one of my big, um, yeah, like role models and something I kind of keep mm-hmm. in mind in terms of our relationship and how it looks to our kids. Yeah. So how about you? Um, Yeah, actually, that is, we're like so on the same page of all this stuff. That's something I've been thinking about a lot lately, the affection, just because Chris and I love to be very affectionate. And I feel like we were so affectionate before having kids, Mm -hmm. like we would just stand in the kitchen and we're kind of the same height. So we can just like stand in a hug and like talk. Just have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, And I just feel like that was so, so common. But now... I mean, I just, my hands are almost always right, full. One right. of us all, like never has free hands. Mm-hmm. Like we're holding Cedric or doing, mm-hmm. you know, something for one of the boys. And and, and you just, get a little outtouched. Do you feel like that yeah. too? I am a very physical mm-hmm. person, but sometimes I feel like I, yes. I've been touched enough for the day. I like, know what you mean. You just want your own space and a little especially bit. especially when I was breastfeeding yeah. regularly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just, <laughs> get yes, <off>. my body <laughs> has just been used all day long yes. and, and yes. like, I feel like I didn't even get time just with my body. Right. Totally. (laughs) Literally did not even get to pee with just me. (laughs) And so, so I think that it's something that like we haven't certainly intentionally become less affectionate, but it's just a product. Mm -hmm. And so I, I was talking to Chris just the other day that just the same thing. I want them to see us being really affectionate. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I mean, we're so affectionate with them, but so we're trying to be more cognizant Mm -hmm. of that, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and that just feels really good. It's like a nice way to reconnect with Chris. And then I just, I want them to see that. It is. And I just noticed the girls stop whatever they're doing Mm -hmm. and really key in and just have this like big smile on their face. And they're not usually like trying to be like grappling for attention or anything yeah. like that it's like it really oh. kind of captivates their attention yeah. to see that so it's really really tells cool. you it's important for it's them it's really cool um so an, another thing I mean certainly my parents are just uh like yours just an amazing example of a great marriage and mm-hmm. a, like a best friendship and they just have so much fun together mm-hmm. and so I just I, I always just like keep that with me I think that when I see other people in, in great marriages, it just makes me like, 
like, oh, I love being married. And mm-hmm. it like, you see mm-hmm. what they're doing in their marriage and it makes like, gives you ideas or like kind of like recommits you to it. And mm-hmm. so honestly, you guys like, Aww, I, I love you. that you guys are, I feel like been so good about doing date nights whenever you can mm-hmm. and, and making that, I, I feel like sometimes I've come across some people, you know, every situation is just different where they'll say, you know, we haven't been on a date Mm -hmm. I mean months or years or Mm -hmm. something and maybe sometimes it almost portrayed in like oh like a point of pride or or something right like like busy bragging kind of the same thing but I like that you guys take pride in prioritizing Mm -hmm. that and like Mm -hmm. it's fine and it's actually really good right to be away from the kids sometimes so I so I really really like that um yeah so yeah, I think I think that's it. But yeah, okay. just just any other like great marriages. I mm-hmm. certainly have several in my life, and it's just cool to get to when you just get to talk with people about their relationship mm-hmm. and their marriage, mm-hmm. and when you hear them both like being really intentional about it and like so thoughtful. Mm-hmm. I just always feel mm-hmm. so energized by that. Okay, so now that Dash is nearly three and mm-hmm. is so observant mm-hmm. and can understand so much more. Um, I've become just like I was saying, really conscious Mm -hmm. of demonstrating a healthy marriage and what a relationship looks like. So we kind of talked about a little bit, but maybe what else do you hope to demonstrate to your girls about relationships and marriage? You know, something that, um, Jeremiah started doing actually, and it probably came out of frustrated conversations between he and I about me just feeling like I just do so much. That's just like, just to keep things ticking right that doesn't always get Status noticed quo. and he is great about helping out and whatever but I think we were just you know having a normal conversation about like yeah. feeling underappreciated or whatever so he has made it since then really an amazing point of pointing out the things that I do for the family to the girls oh wow um and just like like for instance I think we were getting ready for bed one night and I had put all of the um like I had folded all their clothes and put mm-hmm. them away and he's like oh <gasps> look at all these pajamas you have to choose. Mommy does such Aww. a good job putting, she works really hard to put all your clothes away for you and like <sighs> stuff like that. And they've really internalized that and like have been just saying thank you spontaneously. Like he's also great about like cooking. If I cook dinner, like, mm. oh, mommy makes us such good food. Aww. What do we say to mommy for making us dinner? And yeah. just like kind of cultivating the spirit of gratitude with them. Mm-hmm. So I've tried to do it the other way around mm-hmm. too, because I think I can get very, um, Typical housewifey, <laughs> which is like the worst. Like I hate it, but like kind of resentful of the fact that he gets to be a grown up mm-hmm. all day and I am mm-hmm. in kidland. Um, and just be kind of cranky when he gets home or yeah. whatever. Like, and I don't like it, but it just is what it's I become. Know, so right. then trying to like be intentional about like pointing out to the girls like daddy earns us money so we can buy our food and he works mm-hmm. so hard at work and mm-hmm. then he comes home and still has energy to play with oh. us and like just trying to point those things out to the kids that's really nice and I it, really like it just that. really gives the other spouse i mean really it's ego boost for that spouse so it's more yeah. about you too than the kids but yeah totally i mean just having those little things yeah. noticed because they are just i mean every chore around the house just has to get done but it does take effort and energy mm-hmm. it's so nice to just be mm-hmm. and, and just a thank you and start to teach so them that much. somebody's doing that mm-hmm. for you exactly. it's not just like automatically happening yeah Mm -hmm. um being physically affectionate in front of them like we talked about I have been really intentional about having them help me get ready for dates like making it a special thing and in the same way we get we make it special when we go on a family date too like we talk about how they want their hair and Uh they want to wear a certain dress or whatever um and just it just kind of evolved naturally but they was like I like your earrings and just Aww. like kind of or help me pick between two or mm-hmm. watch me put my makeup on or whatever yeah. and just kind of a special they see me making a date night a priority mm-hmm. so you know yeah. even in the way I get ready so I mm-hmm. like that um we have tried to be good about like if we argue or have a disagreement in front of them to also have them hear us apologizing or or yeah. coming to a solution right. and that that's okay we're going to have arguments mm-hmm. but we can solve it in front of them too. So they see that, yeah. you know, how, how that works. Um, and just apologizing to each other way more than mm-hmm. we would have in the right. past because right. we just don't have the time or energy to hang on to things. Yeah. And just, I mean, really trying, I, I, again, he is way better about this than I am being the first one to apologize, mm-hmm. but I'm realizing what a strain, mm-hmm. um, any kind of grudge or like, disagreement is on the whole family now yeah. because we just don't have like you said you and can't like retreat for, to your like separate for corners any amount of time yeah it's just know? like i'll snap and like five seconds later be like i'm really sorry yeah. i'm just tired or what you know what i mean like yeah i'm sorry i said it like that and it's hard but then 
I think freeing too. Yeah, but it's freeing and probably just getting in the getting in the habit mm-hmm. of it, and then you know, because you you do get stuck in your habits, and I'm one to hold on to things too. And Chris is so much better too about saying. I'm sorry first or, or just, you know, like trying to solve the problem, getting getting out of it. Exactly. So I'm trying to be conscious. I'm trying to be conscious of that. And then, um, just having fun together and making our conversation a priority. Another Mm -hmm. thing we've tried to be good about is like teaching them, like mommy and daddy can talk too. Mm -hmm. And just a minute, you know, if we're in the middle of a conversation or like, um, you know, if it's an emergency or they're, of course, whatever, it's of course. fine. They're still going to interrupt, but teaching them that yeah. just a minute I'm talking to daddy mm-hmm. or I'm talking to mommy and they see that our relationship and conversation yeah. is important too. Yeah. And, oh. and learn respect that way, right. you know? Yeah. So. I like all of that. I like all of that a Thanks. lot. How um, about you? Okay. So yeah, definitely the affection and that's like trying to really be more conscious of that lately. Um, having a best friendship and mm-hmm. having fun together, mm-hmm. you know, which I, I think we do as a family. I don't know if there's anything s- specifically, but, but that is definitely what I want them to take from mm-hmm. our relationship. You know, that we do like just hanging out together yeah. and like just talking to each other. Like he's yeah. who I want to, you know, the person that I want to be hanging mm-hmm. out with. Um, always being respectful to each other, even when we're disagreeing, mm-hmm. like speaking respectfully, you know, not yelling at each other. Um, you know, saying, saying, please saying, thank mm-hmm. you showing, expressing that gratitude. I mm-hmm. think that that is just part of being really respectful. Um, and, and I have noticed dash, it, it does seem like he's saying thank you for things mm-hmm. often unprompted. Mm-hmm. And I hope that he's just picking, becoming more picking that up yeah. exactly from the way that we're treating each other. Um, and just going along with that, I mean, just, just being really kind to each mm-hmm. other. I think it, there are things that we're already like doing, but then when I think about, mm-hmm. okay, what do I really hope that they're distilling from this and will take from that? Um, becomes even more important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And another thing, um, for us, um, is, is inequality in mm-hmm. the household. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris and I are both working full time. And so we're both kind of away from the house, usually the same amount of time and with the kids, the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. And I really do feel really equal. Like Chris mm-hmm. changes as many diapers, if not more. And mm-hmm. honestly, I think he might clean the house and do more laundry yeah. than I do. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I just, I really like that my boys are seeing mm-hmm. just such an equal partnership mm-hmm. and, you know, that we're, we're parenting. Mm-hmm. We're not necessarily like momming and dadding. We're right. just, we're parenting. Right. We're running the household all together. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I really like that. That's, no, and that's I really am nice. amazed at how they um, pick up on those things too, because I'm around more and doing more things mm-hmm. that when he does them, mm-hmm. they almost like stop and like ask themselves or uh-huh. ask him like if he's a, like right. kind of if he's allowed to do right, it sort right. of thing. So like, it's really good that he's giving baths and putting to bed and doing things like that, that they're like, Oh, mommy's not doing this. I know sometimes daddy can do that. And like, it's not a mom thing or a dad Mm -hmm. thing. It's a, this is what we all just chip in and do our own thing. Right. Exactly. Okay. So we've talked about those little quirks that, that we all do Mm -hmm. that are, um, that, that we do that our husbands do that drive each other crazy. I think everyone can relate to this. Um, sometimes I call this being the worst because (laughs) I'll catch myself doing these things and I'm just thinking, oh man, I'm totally the worst right now. (laughs) And so I wonder, has anything new come up since having kids that you or Jeremiah do that's making you or him the worst? Yeah. Just that, like I talked about that typical, like naggy housewife. I don't know where it, like something will leave my mouth and I'm like, oh, (laughs) That was disgusting. I sounded like the most bitter 1950s, like stuck in the house. And he does not at all put any of that on me. I think that I just at times don't have my own needs met. I'm not meeting my needs like I should. I'm not taking care of myself like I should. And so then I just feel like he is the outlet for Mm -hmm. that. Um, But yeah, really working on like just not being resentful over things that don't matter. Remembering that I chose this as a profession Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. and that I can treat it like that in certain yeah. ways and that's okay. Like mm-hmm. this is just part of my job and that means there's going to be certain things that fall on me, you yeah. know? Um, and not, uh, downplaying the fact that he worked hard all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really hard to do because I'm like, yeah, but you got to have an hour lunch right, and right, right. you know, or, or you got to travel or whatever. Yep. And so really, really, it just doesn't help anybody. And it's mm-hmm. really ugly actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, um, for him, I just think like, this is where too, 
like having two girls, his inability to even like do a ponytail <laughs> drives me insane. It's like, come on, like get it together. And he's working so hard. And in fact, was like almost at the point of tears one day because he oh. was really trying to get them all yeah. the way ready. And they were frustrated because he was pulling oh. and like he couldn't. And then, you know, I did step, I said, because V was giving him lots of attitude and I'm like, mm -hmm. daddy is trying his best. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have long hair yeah. and he didn't have sisters to put long hair and yeah. he doesn't know how to do that. So he is learning and you're going to be patient. Mm -hmm. Like, no. Yeah. And so they've been cute because then they'll be like, daddy trying his best. I'm like, yep, daddy's trying his best. And he's got like one hairstyle that he can do that's right. like his go-to now. Gotcha. So that's good. Um, but things like that where it matters to me, um, that he just doesn't do it the same way I do. And mm -hmm. so then I'm like, ah, or, right. you know, little things like he will clean up the whole kitchen, but then he's a swiper. We've talked oh, about right. this. Yes. Like, so there's like cheese crumbs right. swiped. Nothing right. actually. It's like, just do the whole thing. Right. Like, right. It leaves it for me. In I the just morning. want to clean. Yeah. So, but he's helping. He's putting away all the dinner dishes. Right, right. And so stuff like that just becomes, I feel like magnified Definitely. when you have kids because now it's like, oh, I put their lunchbox down and there's cheese crumbs and right. like honey everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, just there's been a lot for me of having to let go of control. I mean, I've talked about it in terms of like with the girls, but with him too, I really have to realize that like, that's not necessarily the right way. It's just the way I want it done. And yes. I'm here most of the time. So I feel like it's my like right or whatever to demand yes. that things are done a certain way yep. and if there's something that really impacts me I just need to tell him in a respectful way like I do it this way because blah 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 yeah. could you you know do you think you could do it that way or yeah that's that's a let great other things go that's that's a great point and I think something that I kind of forgot to say something that I've been really trying to work on um you know not correcting or offering helpful advice in the moment mm -hmm. um you know, it's not helpful. It's an, it is <laughs> not helpful. And it just um, puts the other person on edge or frustrates the other person mm -hmm. because who wants to be corrected when you're dealing with a difficult toddler mm -hmm. or a difficult mm -hmm. situation? I've been trying to be better about just, you know what? If I'm still thinking of it later, I'll bring it up in like a time yeah. when neither of us are frustrated. I like that if I'm still thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, because mm -hmm. often, you know, often I'm not. Or, you know what, his way is a little bit different and maybe I wouldn't consider it ideal. But, you know what, he's still being a great parent. Right. Are are they right. negatively impacted? No. So And I'm, I'm amazed at their ability to know, like, that's just the way dad does, does it, it or mom does it and the mm -hmm. like yeah. they don't automatically like assume the other parent's going right. to do it that way all the time right. like they already know there's just certain things like mm -hmm. dad enjoys more than mom or right. vice versa so yeah they're adaptable yes <laughs> um okay so i i definitely have been thinking probably more about me being the worst and so <laughs> i think one thing that's happened now that we just get up so early and usually chris does take that early morning shift with mm -hmm. dash so he's He's, we used to always go to bed at the same time and now he's usually going to bed before me. And so I feel like when I'm then coming to bed, I'll be, you know, coming in. I mean, I'm trying to be quiet, but I'm shining my iPhone light and like <laughs> ruffling like through my um, drawers to get my pajamas out. Right. I'm like brushing my teeth. Then often I'll like listen to a podcast to go to sleep or something. So I'm like digging for my headphones and like they're <laughs> clinking yes. and I'm just like, I am the worst right <laughs> totally. now. I just, I just feel like I'm just, this is poor Chris. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Um, and this is so funny. I think that like, I would say I'm more organized and detail oriented than Chris, but I've mentioned before he can just like, channel frustration or just like this manic mode and just clean yeah and he can just multitask in a way with the boys that I can't like mm -hmm. I'll come home and he the house will be spotless and there'll be laundry mm -hmm. going and you know and the boys aren't totally falling apart mm -hmm. and like all I can do is just like try to get them a snack and right and the kitchen is a mess right and, right and so so I think me being kind of messier in that way like I'll just feel bad that it's like, oh, when you had them, everything was like yeah. spotless and you got all this stuff done. And then when I have them, you come home to like much more work. And I didn't <laughs> really like, do well, that Well, I had to make him a snack. I'm exactly. sorry. The house looks like it's been exactly. in <laughs> Exactly. So I don't know. He just like has, he like has that superpower. Um, okay. So this is a funny one about Chris being the worst. You know, he's <laughs> always gotten up super early. And one thing, and this is so funny because Chris's best friend, who was his roommate in college, mm -hmm. 
had this same pet peeve about Chris <laughs> and now I've inherited it since <laughs> I've inherited Chris. So Chris gets up super early and he has to eat cereal first thing. Like before anything else. First thing. Uh-huh. And so it does not matter where you are in the house, the little clink, 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 <laughs> clink of that spoon on the cereal bowl cuts right through the walls. Yes. Right to my ears. <laughs> okay. But now, now we have little mini Chris. Oh. Dashel, and I hear clink, clink. Clink, clink. Oh my God. And I come out and I'm like, can you please use the plastic bowls? <laughs> no, those kind of things when you are already on like limited sleep, oh limited, pain, it's just like, I cannot even. Because I can be woken up and I can go back to sleep and like get yeah. a very critical like extra hour or yes. something of sleep. And I'm like in that half, like, why am yes. I not sleeping? And it's like, clink. Clink, clink. And I was like, oh my God. And it's not so even regular loud. where it can lull you to exactly. sleep. It's no. like random. Like, no. oh, another one. Oh my God. It is the <laughs> worst. And I don't know why I have not just purchased them breakfast bowls and spoons <laughs> that are just, you know, plastic. I need to do that. I don't, I don't know why it keeps, it like keeps you are only allowed to drink smoothies for breakfast. Oh no God. utensils required. I mean, Chris has actually brought this up before when we're up, like before the boys making coffee getting out the crinkly cereal box. He's like, why are breakfast foods so loud? It's true. They're, They're the loudest. so loud. The pouring in the bowl. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And that cereal, the plastic of this, of the bag of the cereal is like. <laughs> yes, it's, you are so right. It is horrible. That's so. funny. Okay. So how are you guys celebrating your anniversary this year? Well, we are, we didn't even realize this or do it intentionally, but it had been a year since we um, went overnight away from the house with the girls. We've had them oh, okay. sleep over somewhere and had the house to ourselves, gotcha. but we've never gone on a little overnight. Oh, yeah. And I love to do that. I love to do it for our anniversary every year. Yeah. Um, even before we had the girls the first year, you know, we had only had them about a month at this time. And so we did not do that. But yeah. this year we are going to Flagstaff for oh, awesome. the weekend. And so that'll be oh, I'm so excited really nice. You. And they've slept over it our friend's house before and they they think it's going to be fun oh, and yeah. a big sleepover yeah. and in fact if you will list it in her like she always wants to know what's coming next and yeah. so like whose birthday is next yeah. what holiday and so she says like our sleepover and what does she say the day of mothers or something like that oh. for mother's day she says it's funny <laughs> and then jay's birthday and i'm like yep oh. so it's right up there with yep. actual holidays there so you that's go good that's mm-hmm. awesome oh i'm so excited How about you, you well you said you today itself yes kind of today is yeah today is not so much about just Chris and I but I mean honestly I mean this is life and this is our Mm -hmm. marriage so in a way it feels appropriate Mm -hmm. you know we're just in it but it's it's full of really good stuff and so I'm actually really appreciating that about it um but later this month, we already have a babysitter booked for a day date on a Saturday. Nice. So I'm hoping it's going to be like a mid-morning through bedtime. Yes. Like all day long. That would be amazing. And not doing that bedtime routine I'm telling is telling you, that feels so good. Incredible. We will intentionally just stay out like an extra half hour sometimes yeah. to not have to do the bedtime. Honestly, I know, I know that you guys had kind of a more spontaneous like weeknight date recently. Last week, we kind of had the same thing just on the Monday. Chris mm-hmm. had... Chris had... um like had an idea, Hey, we should like do a double date with our friends or let's go out on Friday night. Mm -hmm. And then we thought, Oh, let's see if our friends can do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, planning something only five days in advance felt so spontaneous. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were driving away from the house and I was just like, Oh my gosh, like this is so awesome. (laughs) I mean, usually our dates are, you know, like a month or more in advance and they're awesome, but the spontaneity of it and just suddenly on a, on a weeknight, you know, kind of weekend, but weekday, um, that we were getting to not have to do bedtime. Mm -hmm. I I realized just how it doesn't seem like a chore every night, but it is just so many transitions and like, when you you don't have to do it, you realize how freeing. Yeah. It's like, it's not bad in the moment, but then when you get a break from it, it is lovely. Glorious. So anyway, so I'm really looking forward to just a nice long day date. I have a couple of ideas of things that we're going to do kind of newer things that I've Mm -hmm. been like wanting to take, um, Chris to do. Um, just kind of like downtown in Tempe or mm-hmm. Phoenix and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm having a fun time like putting That's that cool. together. And, yeah, we definitely really like fun. to take turns sometimes planning. Oh yeah, dates. So then you're kind of surprising the other person, and yes. that makes you think about a little bit yes. more what you're going to do or what they might like. And that is actually yes, that is what we are doing. I'm planning this year's anniversary, and so we're gonna. We said maybe we'll take turns oh, each nice. year, like I for like anniversary. It. So yeah, and it, yeah. it is fun to like feel in charge and mm-hmm. be like, oh, what would they like to mm-hmm. do? And, and it, that takes you back to like the days of dating too, where you're yeah. like, 
had to ask them to go do something yes. that you already thought they might like yeah. or whatever. So. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. So let's move on. All let's, right. Let's hear about your obsession. Okay. So this obsession is actually related to our topic okay. because we're both obsessed with this. This is something that we do after the girls go to bed. And I would say it's a typically on like a Friday night um, where we're not, we don't have plans. We're kind of tired from work. No, but no, we, Erica, we did say that we're, we're trying to keep the bedroom stuff just <laughs> <laughs> well, it, to it the routine. Well. <laughs> no, nothing fancy. Um, something we have always enjoyed doing. And in fact, before we even moved here, we kind of talked about our move and fantasized about it yeah. um, over music videos and cocktails. Oh. That was when like MTV yeah. and like all the channels actually played music videos. Yes, right. So, but we have found um, Vivo, uh-huh. which is a streaming channel okay. like through Apple TV or Roku or whatever. And it's all videos uh-huh. and you can like, you can do it a lot of different ways, but we'll just sometimes put one on and then it'll play similar ones. Oh, or funny. you can like, we've checked out like new music that way because yeah. it'll be popular and we're like not all that up right. on popular oh music. Gosh. So we're like, oh, this is cool. And just kind of like, then we can play some old school stuff if we want and yeah. takes us back. And so we have definitely gotten a little tipsy over um, yeah. music videos, just sitting on our couch and it just feels That's like awesome. young and I don't know, just fun. It feels like you're maybe... Um, and music is so emotional. It's yeah. Like, it's just... Yeah, and we just talk. It's nice to like have on in the background where if you don't have something particular to talk about, you can just kind of enjoy. Or yeah. if you do, it's just like kind of fun in the background. Yeah. And we've just found it kind of energizing and like a fun mm-hmm. end to the week. We do probably like... I don't know, two or three weekends out of the yeah. month will end the week like that. So... Oh, that's so cool. Look up Vivo. V-E-V-O. It's I fun. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, mine is my French press coffee pot that Chris got me for Valentine's Day. Actually, and I've been, I think, meaning to share this. I just keep having other things come up um, for my obsessions. Like humidifiers. Exactly. (laughs) There are other priorities. Top top billing. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so we kind of have put our regular automatic drip coffee pot to the side. We're going to hold on to it Mm -hmm. so that when we have people over Mm -hmm. for brunch and whatever, but I have a really been enjoying the French press coffee pot. It, it's a really nice ritual. So we got an electric tea kettle. Mm-hmm. So we'll boil water that way. And then, yeah, I think just measuring out the coffee, pouring in the water, waiting for it, mm-hmm. and then like doing the plunger. Yeah. It's just the plunger seems very yeah, satisfying. It's a really, it's a really nice ritual. I like the, just the aesthetic of it mm-hmm. on the countertop. And, and then also what's great is that it's all small enough or will fit all away in our cabinet yes. at the end of the day. So we kind yeah. of have reclaimed some counter space, yeah. which I love. Mm-hmm. I was a little concerned at first that the, you know, I like my coffee super hot. Yes. So I was a little bit worried, you know, it's just in this like Sitting glass there, yeah. carafe, mm-hmm. but it, you know, for the time that it's um, steeping, it, it doesn't lose. Mm-hmm. And I think we heat our tea kettle, you know, to the maximum yeah. temperature. Yeah. And so then it's I'm like whistling for 10 exactly. minutes before you take it. So then I put that into my hydro flask and it's been fine, but the coffee is so smooth. I definitely noticed a difference. Do you? And I had, I had started this year wanting to, I mean, not for any particular reason, but I'm going to try to start drinking my coffee with no sugar. Mm-hmm. Just, it just makes it easier. Yeah. Kind I of. just started that too. And not even, I didn't even really mean to. I just, yeah. Just it's just kind of like did it one day easier and and I can get used to this. So anyway, but I found that it my coffee I like miss the sugar even less with the French press because it's just smoother and kind of more delicious. What's supposed to make it smoother? Pray tell. Oh gosh, is that it's not like sitting there getting bitter like on the because they say like if it sits on the automatic like on the burner for a while it kind of makes it bitter. But I mean, actually, would I actually would think that the the water is sitting in the coffee for longer than it is in your automatic pot where it's just like dripping Mm -hmm. through the grounds and you do a coarser ground of coffee, which I think is maybe so that the grounds don't end up, um, end up in your cup. But I don't know, maybe sitting there for, maybe sitting there for a little bit longer and maybe without the heating element. Yeah. That heating element, like, is it kind of a burnt taste sometimes? Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm, I'm loving that. You're enjoying that, huh? Um, okay. So neighborhood news, I actually didn't write anything. I I have one thing, okay. and this is actually like it's been going on since we lived here, but I don't okay. think we've talked about it. Okay. Have you noticed, like maybe three houses down there, like towards the park? Okay. On the left side, yeah. there's an older couple that lives there, on and they the have left really side? yeah. Okay. They have really pretty flowers, like rose bushes and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and he's out there tinkering around quite uh-huh. a bit. But they have, and I'm assuming this is for some sort of pest control. <laughs> But they have an insane amount of mothballs, like, sprinkled all around. Oh, my gosh. I have not noticed that, but I've noticed the smell. 
whenever we walk look by on there, the ground I'm like, why like, does around it smell like every plant is like i mean i'm talking like perhaps i don't know 30 why i or haven't, 40 I don't know why I haven't noticed that but it is i've, I've meant to bring this up on neighborhood news yep. like have you smelled that mothball smell yep it knocks you on your feet it really must have something to do with like some sort of pest that, that bothers the roses or scorpions or something i don't know but it is an in, it's not just like it is oh, all a couple the around balls. the perimeter. It is like, I mean, they may buy, they must buy mothballs at Costco. Like, I don't understand. Oh my gosh. Their house must smell like it. Just when you walk by. Yeah, you can. It's you're super You're just strong. out in the open, the open mm-hmm. air. And you are suddenly in a cloud of mothballs. Like you walked into their old person closet. Yes. Yeah. It's real strong. Oh my so gosh. So I, I keep meaning to like Google it and see what the what? mothballs are yeah. supposed to protect against. How I'm assuming funny. if they protect against moths, perhaps other insects as well. <laughs> right, right. But it is, I mean, they are, and to me, it's like you have this beautiful aesthetic right. in your, these lovely rose bushes and then just Ugh. mothballs everywhere and like bright white ones. They're not like. Right. They're not blending in. Cedar colored where they're blending in. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not cute. Oh my gosh. That is so, <laughs> so funny. They're serious about it. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. I have one, maybe it'll kind of be neighborhood news. Did I I already talk about this? Did I already talk about, um, so we're getting our houses painted soon. Yes. Hopefully within the next like month or so. Did I already talk about how I want to change our house numbers on the podcast? I don't, maybe you did how you were kind of going rogue and you weren't sure if they were going to let you. The HOA. Yeah. And I'm just going to, I just, I'm just going to pry them off anyway. You're just going to do it. Yeah. I'm just going to do it. Good. I like so, your style. Yeah. This is not typical. I feel like you are a rule follower. I know. So I feel like this is very like. I know. Yeah. I, I'm picking colors that aren't like of the pre-approved yes. HOA list. I mean, I am sen- I am sending in. I did send in our colors to be approved, but I didn't include that we wanted to do a bright yellow or a bright orange front door. And I didn't include that I wanted to change my address numbers. I didn't want someone. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Like, yeah. I'm going to make those changes. I would rather not do it with an explicit no. Right. Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. some kind of, yeah, maybe I'm getting a little And rebellious. it's like, it's like in between. It's like, okay, I got my main colors right, approved. Right. And I oh, mean, oh, did I have to submit right. things like that? I had no idea. Right. Totally. I had no idea. That's a small change. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like your style. I like it. All right. So I think that's all we have. So. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we know that you guys have great tips for having a ha- happy yes. marriage despite having kids. Yes. <laughs> Tell us how you're keeping the love alive. Um, you can um, find us on facebook.com slash girl next door podcast. We are loving interaction on Instagram mm-hmm. and we're trying to do more there. Give you little snapshots around the neighborhood where hi girls next door. Um, we love getting your emails for topic suggestions for ideas that you had or just saying hey we're hi girls next door at gmail.com and you can always head over to our blog where we'll have the show notes for all of our shows with links to anything that we talked about that's girlnextdoorpodcast.com thanks so much for dropping in until next time be neighborly Doing a little test. Gonna make Testing. the most of my morning. Real life, people. This is real life. There's no other time. We got allergy trees here. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <coughs> the they're worst. so pretty, but they're the worst. Hey, did I already share French press coffee as an obsession? I don't think you so. You remember? Okay. That's so funny. Did I already share Vivo? No, the videos, I don't think so. The music videos? Okay. No. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I was We're just going to ask you the same. <laughs> Oh, I think it was Valentine's Day. Oh, uh-huh. I think when I didn't get Chris anything, he got me a nice coffee pot. It's all right. There's probably been a couple of years in there where it was the other way around. That's true. <laughs> That's how I always feel about Valentine's Day. It's like a it all evens out. Yep, all comes out in the wash. <laughs>